Welcome to Company of One. This is Dale Callahan, your host, and today we're talking episode 167, How to Get More. Just how to get more, how to get more money, how to get more happiness, how to get more success, and you get to define all of those things, right? Because in the How Do You Want More, this is a continuation from what we talked about last week, where it was, is it okay to want more? And we talked through the issues, and this will be on DellCallahan.com 166 if you want to go back into history. But today we're talking on this is Del Callahan. The show notes are DellCallahan.com slash 167. How to get more of what you want. So we're going to talk through some really practical strategies that uh, have worked for me and many other people to actually get results. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, what this is because what well, last week I kind of left it hanging in the fact that if you first define what you want, then we can get there. And I kind of left this question. Several people have emailed me and said, "Hey, this is what I want." I'm looking here through notes here, and you know, this is what we want, and this is what we're struggling with. And it's so weird because when you ask that question, "What do you want?" Uh, people always start with one thing and then they meander into others because that clarity is really harder to get to than we think. But let's just give you an example of what we're going to do in a very simple format because I like very simple formats. So some of you are um, fans of uh, iPhones and uh, devices and obviously there is a very popular app app called my what is it called my fitness pal by under armor or is was acquired by under armor and it's probably the most popular app for helping people lose weight uh, or gain weight but where you keep track of your food and your protein and has you know it keeps track of fo- track of fo- photons it keeps track of protein and carbs and all that kind of great stuff for you. It's called MyFitnessPal. There's another app which I love is called Strong Lifts 5, well Strong Lifts is what it's called, but it's called 5 by 5 And so I'm going to use these as an example because they're very, both of these apps have been very successful because of exactly what I'm talking about tonight. So uh, so let me use the strong lifts. What strong lifts is, is, is it's an app that tells you exactly how to get stronger and, uh, and, um, with, by doing weights. Go to the gym, do this. Uh, and it uses MyFitnessPal, or they refer to MyFitnessPal. You keep up with your, your eating in MyFitnessPal. You use strong lifts um, to actually do the workout. So here's how it goes. The goal. I asked you this last week. Last week. Uh, my tongue is really tied today, but my, I asked this last week, is what do you want? So let's think, take a simple goal. I want to get stronger. If you, if you pay attention to the Strong Lifts app, that's the entire goal of the app. Nothing complicated. Want to get stronger? We'll help you. So that's the first thing you do is you take the simple goal. Because think about all the apps on the, on the market. Once you know the goal, you can probably find an app or a tool to do it. So the second thing is, what actions do you need to take to make that happen? Now, this is the wonderful part about that app is it tells you. You don't really have to think about it. 
There's three lifts to do every day. On Monday, you go do this. On Tuesday, you go do, I mean, on Wednesday, you do this. And Friday, you know, three days a week. So you'll do uh, squats, uh, bench presses, and rows one day. And the next day you go, you'll do squats, overhead presses, and uh, deadlifts. That Those may not mean much to you, but that doesn't matter. It, the point is, I don't think about it. It tells me what to do. The actions are there. And also, when I walk into the gym and turn it on, it says, last time you lifted this, go. Basically, it, it should have a big arrow on it that says, go to that machine over there, pick up these weights, put this much on it, and start lifting it. And then when I'm done, you hit that he would hit that you did it and it has a timer. Okay, wait for 90 seconds and do it again. So it's very regimented. I can go to the gym and not think about what I'm doing. That's very critical. So we got a goal, we got actions. The third thing is measures. Now, those of you that are friends or are fans of my fitness pal, you know it does measures. It's constantly measuring you. Every day, uh, it will ask you for what you weigh. You're constantly putting in how much you eat and what kind of food you eat, and it tells you how many calories you've got. And if you want to lose weight, it tells you how many calories you should eat or shouldn't eat, whatever that case is. It's very much does the work for you. So the measures, and they even give you these nice little charts, right, that you get to see and you get to say, way I did great or no, I did terrible. So either way, you're tracking success. Strong Lifts does that too. Very simple. It shows you exactly a chart. Is is you were lifting this much and you and you just go up and you're just watching the charts and it's very charts are very motivational uh, because they help you see things. So you've got a goal, you've got actions, and you've got measures. And then the key thing is time. So give you an example. Go to the gym on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at lunch. That's a specific time. This is where most of us start to fail is we don't have dedicated time to work on our goals. So I'm going to use these two apps. I'm just kind of giving you a, a framework of this is where we're going uh, about how to do this because as I've worked with companies, as I've worked with individuals, uh, it always comes down to it's the stupid, simple things that we can't get done. We overcomplicate almost everything. I had a coaching call just today with a business client that was overthinking a solution to something rather than focusing on what she should do to make her money. She was getting all caught up in the weeds and the details like we do. So let's go back in. Now let's talk about you. First, what do you want? Right. Hopefully you have got some thoughts to that question. Many people, when I talk to them, they are saying, I want more money. Like in our graduate program, we make this promise where we can't technically make a promise because that's illegal at a university. But let's just say this is what we do. We call it the $30,000 challenge. Our program costs about $30,000. So our goal is by the time they graduate, they should have an income of $30,000 more, right? Very simple. And people will say, that's what I'm looking for, is money. That's not really true. And the $30,000 challenge is all about just, it's a simple measurement. But when you talk to them, that's never what they really want. 
but they're never hungry enough or starving enough that money is the, what's driving it. Uh, the things I hear when it's usually, I, when you peel back that onion more, it's usually things like freedom. I want more freedom in my life. I want to be able to live where I want to live and do work when I want to do. I want flexibility. Somebody was telling me just today, I want the flexibility. I translated that as I want as she wanted to work less. No, she wanted to work 24 hours a day. She just wanted the flexibility of when she went somewhere. She really wanted to work hard. It was the flexibility and it being on her own schedule rather than somebody else's. Security, I hear that one a lot. I want some security. I want independence. Uh, and for you, it could be all kinds of things. I've heard somebody tell me not long ago, I want significance. I want my children to see that I can earn my way. Ray Edwards, some of you may know from the Ray Edwards podcast, uh, had uh, gone through this issue where he was uh, always trying to grow his business. He ended up diagnosed with Parkinson's disease and got to the point like, I, I, I may never make it to these goals unless I get serious and get focused. And he became, and one of his statements was, it was, I wanted my, my, my kids and my wife to be proud of me, that I actually pulled it off. And so he made a significant change in growth in his business and is still growing today because he got focused. So deciding what you want is an absolute key. Because what we tend to do, probably you do this because most of us do, is we run in 700 directions at the same time and think we can catch all 700 of those rabbits. Actually, just try to catch two. It's probably not going to work. Very strong focus. Somebody told me one time, Dale, you can get everything you want. You can do everything. You just can't do it at the same time. Focus on one thing at a time. That's why you see entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs, they tend to really have laser focus on what they're doing. And they might go over to something else later, but right now they have laser focus and they're not thinking about or talking about the other things. So what do you want? What is most important to you now? Because guess what? There may be an app for that, right? There may be an app that takes the rest of it out. Because once you decide, now this has been pretty much statistically proven, but once you decide you want to lose weight and you say, okay, there's an app for that called My Fitness Pal, and you actually use it, people lose weight. I mean, it's not magic. It actually works. There's a lot of statistics and a lot of backing it up. Whether it's that app or some other ones like it, people lose weight. Or for the people trying to gain weight, people gain weight. So knowing what you want is the first key, though. The second thing is to create simple actions. Now, for example, uh, if you're going to paint your room, Right, you're going to, we've got a, a dining room. We want to paint the dining room because don't like the color. And so what we oftentimes say, well, on Saturday, I'm going to paint the dining room. And you wake up on Saturday, gung-ho to paint the dining room, and you're like, what do I do first? You know, it's kind of like walking into a gym and you see all this massive amounts of equipment. You see people on treadmills and on weights and all these kind of things. And you're standing there like, okay, what do I do? Now I'm overwhelmed with options. 
that's where you've messed up. So you think about painting a room. You know, the first thing to paint a room is go to the paint store and maybe get those little paint stickers. There's a probably a technical name for them. All the little things got the paint colors on them. Get you some paint colors, take them home, and then want, and then pick the paint colors. And then your third step would be to go buy the paint. Maybe the third step is actually calculate how much paint you need, right? Three simple steps. Uh, the data always shows that breaking things down into the simple steps actually gets you momentum. Those steps aren't really getting paint on the wall, but they are getting you momentum. And now you got some cans of paint sitting there and now you're motivated. So that is always the case is what are the simple steps? Break your stuff down into simple steps. I know I'm guilty of this. You probably are too. What we do is we say, okay, I'm going to start a business and let me write down all the steps I'm going to do to do that. And we end up with a whole notebook full of ideas. Like I'm on step number 2,172. As soon as I get to that, well, you know what? Probably after the third step, they're all wrong, right? Because we just don't have clarity. What happens is you do a couple of steps and you then realize, oh, wait a minute that I realized something else and things happen. So you can plan out all that, probably most of that's a waste of time, but you are looking at just simple steps that get you one or two steps down the path, understanding what the goal is. So once you know these simple steps, right? So once you know your goal, so excuse me, I've actually got notes here that I'm looking at instead of looking at them on the screen and they're paper, so it's very old school of us. So. Um, but once, once you actually think through the goal and you think through the steps, then this, it, it really brings a lot of freedom to you. But you're not quite there, are you? Because human nature is you need to see some success. You need to see that little chart on my fitness pal that shows you where your weight's either gone down or gone up. You need to see the little pie charts about how many carbs you've eaten. You need to... Uh, be able to track and see, oh, I got, I can go eat pizza today because I got so many calories left, right? You need to see the data, but data becomes complicated, right? We tend to really overcomplicate it. You should see some of the spreadsheets I have seen where people are trying to track their business. Insane stuff. Uh, so what you want to do is think about what's called leading and lagging measures. That sounds awfully technical, but let me tell you what that means. Um, lagging measures is what we want, right? I want to lose 10 pounds. That's my lagging measure. I can step on the scale at the end of the week or at the end of the month or whenever it is and realize I went from one weight and I lost some weight, hopefully, if you're going the right direction. And that's called a lagging measure. It's lagging because all the activity I did up to now got me that after the fact. It's lagging after the action. The leading measure are the actions you take. That's why my fitness power works. Because most of us understand, well, maybe we don't. Science tells us you cannot work out more than you, you, you can't outwork your mouth, right? You, it, it doesn't, you can't just eat any way you want and go exercise a lot and expect to lose weight. It just doesn't work that way. That's just not biology. We know now that 
If you want to lose weight, you've got to control it how you eat. I mean, the, uh, the weightlifters, I'll tell you, you know, weightlifting and, and the, uh, the weightlifting results start in the kitchen and they end in the kitchen. The weights are about something else. So you've got to measure that. And, ha- and that's the leading measure. To lose weight, the lagging indicator means what are you doing today? The leading indicator. That's the leading measure. That's why my fitness pal, you put in stuff. That's why when you're at the gym, you say, oh, I did this many reps of that. That's, you know, it's the leading indicator. Many of you probably have, or you probably have, you know, something where you put list down of here's all the steps I'm going to do today, right? So what I do is I have a big three. So, so on my daily thing, there's three. I have all kinds of things I'm going to get done today. Most of them are dreams, right? But there's three big things that I intend to do today. They, they are called, because I'm not very creative, the big three. And they're the things that are moving me toward the goal. And so those three need to happen, and they need to happen before lunch for me and probably for you too. And when you get the big three done, then you're moving toward the res- results. Right, so these are, these are what's called leading and lagging indicators. This is what we track in business all the time. Tracking it and having a stupid, simple way of tracking it. So one of the things I'm doing right now is because to grow some of the things I'm doing, coaching clients to uh, growing people in our graduate program, it's about conversations. So every Monday, I write down, here's the phone calls I'm going to make, or here's the people I'm going to invite to a meeting. So it's literally written down in the notepad, and here's their name, and I've invited them for a meeting, see where that goes, and it's a simple sales strategy, if you will. Five meetings, or five requests for meetings, might actually result in a few meetings. You get the picture, this is how this works. So, all right, so we've talked through knowing what you want, defining some simple actions, tracking the results in some way, That's because that's motivating, and then uh, the fifth, uh, I mean the next thing, or the, the probably the key thing, is putting time on your calendar to actually do the work. Now this is the killer app, because if you don't have time to do it, it doesn't happen, right? going to the gym, if you say, I'm going to go lift this many weights, I'm going to do do all this, and I'm going to eat right, but I don't have time to set aside to do those things, then nothing happens. So on my calendar, I put when I'm going to go to the gym. I put when I'm going to work on things. I put a time on Monday when I'm going to do these invites, you know, for these these people that I'm inviting to. Because if you don't have things on the calendar, it doesn't happen. That's just period. That's how it always happens. So we're doing, we're, we are redoing right now a kitchen. And so I'm dumb enough to say, well, maybe I'm just cheap enough. I'm cheap enough. I don't know. Let's, we'll call it cheap. You know, I get all these estimates and I'm thinking, I can do that. You know, do I really want to pay $20,000 for that? I can do that. You know, and so I, I rationalize this in my head. And, you know, it takes me a lot longer than it takes them, at least I think. Um, but I've noticed to get things done, 
that's a house project or anything of any significance, I think, and you might too, I think I can get done things, a lot of things in 15 minutes. I'm lying to myself and so are you. I have noticed that if I don't give myself a two hour window to do anything, then nothing happens. And so trying to just cram a whole bunch of things into an hour, yeah, nothing happens. I have to give myself two hour window blocks to make it happen. So you gotta have time and you gotta be reasonable and understand things take a lot longer than you think that they should. So that's the way we're doing uh, things on the kitchen. And some of those things, two hours, the minimal thing happens. You know how those kind of projects work, right? This process I'm talking about right now is exactly how I got my PhD. It was the simple, writing down the simple steps, having a time to work on them, having the goal, you know, and then saying, okay, here's the actions I need to take the next week. And uh, then having some measures toward those actions. And I, I actually had a little whiteboard that was nothing fancy, just written with a Sharpie or a, no, a whiteboard marker and writing down what it was that was done. Uh, Cal Newport uh, in, in his book, uh, well, whatever his book is, we'll find the name of it. But anyway, Cal Newport in his book, Deep Work is the name of it. He talks about his leading measure as he started to think of what brought him the results to the goal he wanted. His leading measure was an each hour of focused thought because he's a researcher. And so he literally has a little piece of paper with a one, two, three, four, scratch through five. You get it, you know how we do the little pencil pin sticks to do to, to hours. And all he does is try to fill up that week with how many hours at the end of the week he put how many hours of focused work he had. Stupid simple. But he can sit at his desk, look up at it, and that visual helps him make decisions of how to use his time very effectively. So hopefully this helps, but let me give you some hints for success, some things that really work. But first, the goal, know what you want. What's the one key thing that you want? Uh, number two, think about the next couple of actions. Maybe think about what's got to happen this week. Uh, what are the first couple of things that's got to happen? Uh, number three, what are you going to measure? Leading indicators. What are the things you've got to do every day that moves you there? Uh, me in the kitchen, you actually got to get into the kitchen and show up with some tool for something to happen, right? Um, the, uh, and then the, the next one is put time on your calendar that you're going to work on these activities. But here's some hints to help you make this more successful. Number one, and, and these are just nuances. This is, so plan the steps before you do them, right? Again, don't walk into the gym thinking you're going to figure it out know exactly what you're going to do before you do it. A lot of people who use MyFitnessPal, by the way, have told me that they cannot walk into a restaurant or walk in to eat dinner. They enter the food they're going to eat first before they eat it. So they know exactly how much they can eat of something so they're not putting it in after the fact and then forgetting. So they're planning their steps out ahead of time. Uh, the second thing is at the end of your work time, and I always have a work time, is capture everything to make sure you're on track. That's a great time to capture your data. Cal Newport, Cal Newport would put on his wall the little tick mark, you know, how many hours, I went and did an hour. Stand up, 
and go put that on the wall. Capture that. It's just like in MyFitnessPal, you need to capture that. After you do your workout, you capture that. Capture it. Capture it now because at the end of the day, it ain't happening. Uh, and at the end of your work time, so I do this, my general job, at the end of the day, I close out the day. It's, it's just like a morning routine. It's a closing the day routine where I'm looking at what's got to happen tomorrow so that when I start the work tomorrow, I know that what those steps are. They're in my mind. I might change them, but I know that's what's going to happen in the, mor- in the morning. I mean, I may change them tomorrow as I get into it, but that's the plan. So this is how you get to what you want. Look, the key to success for anything, anything, is execution. We talk about that in startup companies. People have startup ideas all day long, have beautiful ideas, great ideas, and nothing ever happens, and they wonder why nobody will invest in them and all that crazy stuff. We care about execution. Execution is just making it happen, and that simple, stupid planning that's, you know, what's the one thing? What are we measuring? What are the actions? And when are we going to do it? Executing is everything. That's what we say when we're looking at venture capital deals. Execution is everything. The plan is pretty much meaningless. All right, that is it tonight. If you are looking, by the way, if you're looking, this is the kind of work that I do. If you're looking for coaching and mentoring, and I'm telling you this, a lot of people have been asking me this lately. If you're looking for coaching and mentoring in this, shoot me an email. We'll talk about what that looks like. Uh, you can email me at dale at dalecallahan.com. Hey, here on Facebook or whatever. Um, and um, we'll be back next week. And till then, though, I still I love hearing about the things that you are working on. So continue to tell me. I love hearing people talk about what they want. It sounds weird, but it's motivating to me to hear your stories. So keep them coming. We'll talk to you next week.